Hello, and welcome back to Stories to Get Stoned By. <laughs> I'm your host, Jason Eli. Today's episode actually comes from one of our Patreon sponsors, and Mr. Jason G from Great Falls, Montana. Said, Eli, I'd like you to take on string theory. Huh. String theory. All right. Well, kick back, relax, light one up. Well, I'll see if we can't get to the edge of theoretical physics this time. <laughs> I make no promises. String theory. Hud stories to get stoned by. String theory, as its name suggests, is, well, basically theoretical. String theory is arguably not science because it makes predictions we cannot test and because it basically makes no predictions at all. At its heart is the idea that the fundamental particles we observe are not quite like dots, but rather tiny strings that are so small that our best instruments cannot tell that they are not points. It also predicts that there are extra dimensions to space beyond the obvious length, breadth, and depth, but we do not experience them because they are bunched up in tiny spaces. While these notions are deeply strange, the key issue for string theorists has actually been the difficulty of testing their ideas. The starting point for string theory is the idea that the point-like particles of particle physics can also be modeled as one-dimensional objects called strings. In particle physics, a theory that attempts to merge quantum mechanics with Albert Einstein's general theory of relativity. The name string theory comes from the modeling of subatomic particles as tiny as one-dimensional string-like entities rather than the more conventional approach in which they are modeled as zero-dimensional point particles. The theory envisions that a string undergoing a particular mode of vibration corresponds to a particle with definite properties such as mass and charge. In the 1980s, physicists realized that string theory had the potential to incorporate all four of nature's forces, gravity, electromagnetism, strong force, and weak force, and all types of matter in a single quantum mechanical framework, suggesting it might be the long-sought unified field theory. In the 20th century, two theoretical frameworks emerged for formulating the laws of physics. The first is Albert Einstein's general theory of relativity, a theory that explains the force of gravity and the structure of space-time at the macro level, the other is quantum mechanics, a completely different formulation which uses known probability principles to describe physical phenomena at the micro level. By the late 1970s, these two frameworks had proven to be sufficient to explain most of the observed features of the universe, from elementary particles to atoms to the evolution of stars and the universe as a whole. In spite of these successes, there were still many problems that remained to be solved. One of the deepest problems in modern physics 
is the problem of quantum gravity. The general theory of relativity is formulated within the framework of classical physics, whereas the other fundamental forces are described within the framework of quantum mechanics. A quantum theory of gravity is needed in order to reconcile general relativity with the principles of quantum mechanics, but difficulties arise when one attempts to apply the usual prescriptions of the quantum theory to the force of gravity. In addition to the problem of developing a constant theory of quantum gravity, there are many other fundamental problems with the physics of nuclear, atomic nuclei, black holes, and the early universe. String theory is a theoretical framework that attempts to address these questions and many others. String theory describes how these strings propagate through space and interact with each other. On distance, scales larger than the string scale, a string looks just like an ordinary particle, with its mass, charge, and other properties determined by the vibrational state of the string. One of the many vibrational states of the string corresponds to the graviton, a quantum mechanical particle that carries the gravitational force. Thus, string theory is a theory of quantum gravity. String theory is a broad and varied subject that attempts to address a number of deep questions of fundamental physics. String theory has contributed a number of advances to mathematical physics, which have been applied to a variety of problems in black hole physics, early universe cosmology and nuclear physics, and condensed matter physics, and has stimulated a number of major developments in pure mathematics. Because string theory potentially provides a unified description of gravity and particle physics, it is a candidate for a theory of everything a self-contained mathematical model that describes all fundamental forces and all forms of matter. Despite much work on these problems, it is not known to what extent string theory describes the real world or how much freedom the theory allows in its choice of details. String theory was first studied in the late 1960s as a theory of the strong nuclear force before being abandoned in favor of quantum chromodynamics. Subsequently, it was realized that the very properties that made string theory unsuitable as a theory of nuclear physics made it a promising candidate for a quantum theory of gravity. The earliest version of string theory, bosonic string theory, incorporated only the class of particles known as bosons. It later developed into superstring theory, which posits a connection called supersymmetry between bosons and the class of particles called fermions. Five consistent versions of superstring theory were developed before it was conjectured in the mid-1990s that they were all different limiting cases of a single theory in 11 dimensions known as M-theory. In late 1997, theorists discovered an important relationship in the anti-de-sitter conformal field theory correspondence, ADS-CFT correspondence, which relates string theory, five consistent versions of superstring theory, 
were developed before it was conjectured in the mid-90s that they were all different limiting cases of a single theory in 11 dimensions known as M-theory. In late 1997, theorists discovered an important relationship called the Anti-Desitter Conformal Field Theory Correspondence, or ADS-CFT Correspondence, which relates string theory to another type of physical theory called a quantum field theory. Why is our universe the way it is? If some of its fundamental laws are even slightly different, our world would be a strange and lethal place. Instead, it seems exquisitely turned to make life possible, and string theory could explain why. Physicists believe there was only one force just after the Big Bang, and as the universe cooled, it split into the four forces we now observe. String theory is the most popular idea for explaining why these four forces exist, but it has some serious competition. One of the most widely publicized aspects of string theory is its need for extra tiny dimensions of space. But these extra dimensions may not be necessary after all, at least not if a 40-year-old idea called twister theory has anything to do with it. String theory describes ten separate universes with different constants of nature and even different laws of physics. Many physicists think this is a weakness of the theory, but Leonard Susskind thinks it could actually help us understand why our universe is so well-suited to life. In its early days, the universe is thought to have expanded extremely rapidly through a process called inflation. This is well accepted in physics, but it turns out that string theory has trouble producing inflation. It could be a problem for string theory or for inflation. Despite capturing the popular imagination, string theory is losing its public appeal. Sean Carroll argues that despite the difficulties of testing it, the theory has still given us many valuable results. Faced with accusations that their mathematical models cannot be tested, string theorists are retaliating with a host of thoughts on how to verify their ideas. These include looking for gravitational waves and scrutinizing the results from particle accelerators. While string theory is still a vibrant area of research that is undergoing rapid movement, it remains primarily a mathematical construct because it is yet to make contact with experimental observations. Relativity and Quantum Mechanics In 1905, Einstein unified space and time with his special theory of relativity showing that motion through space affects the passage of time. In 1915, Einstein further unified space, time, and gravitation with his general theory of relativity, showing that warps and curves in space and time are responsible for the force of gravity. These were monumental achievements, 
But Einstein dreamed of an even grander unification. He envisioned one powerful framework that would account for space, time, and all of nature's forces, something he called a unified theory. For the last three decades of his life, Einstein relentlessly pursued his vision, although from time to time rumors spread that he had succeeded. Closer scrutiny always dashed such hopes. Most of Einstein's contemporaries considered the search for a unified theory to be a hopeless, if not misguided quest. In contrast, the primary concern of theoretical physicists from the 1920s onward was quantum mechanics, the emerging framework for describing atomic and subatomic processes. Particles at these scales have such tiny masses that gravity is essentially irrelevant in their interactions. And so for decades, quantum particles at these scales have such tiny masses that gravity is essentially irrelevant in their interactions. And so for decades, quantum mechanical calculations generally ignored general relativistic effects. Instead, by the late 1960s, the focus was on a different force, the strong force, which binds together the protons and neutrons within subatomic nuclei. A young theorist working at the European Organization for Nuclear Research, or CERN, contributed a key breakthrough in 1968 with his realization that a 200-year-old formula, the Euler beta function, was capable of explaining much of the data on the strong force then being collected at various particle accelerators around the world. A few years later, three physicists significantly amplified the insight by showing that the mathematics underlying the proposal described the vibrational motion of minuscule filaments of energy that resemble tiny strands of string, inspiring the name String Theory. Roughly speaking, the theory suggested that the strong force amounted to strings tethering together other particles attached to the string's endpoints, predictions, and theoretical difficulties. String Theory was an intuitively attractive proposal but by the mid-1970s, more refined measurements of the strong force had deviated from its predictions, leading most researchers to conclude that string theory had no relevance to the physical universe, no matter how elegant the mathematical theory. Nevertheless, a small number of physicists continued to pursue string theory. They suggested that one of the supposedly failed predictions of string theory, the existence of a particular massless particle that no experiment studying the strong force had ever encountered, was actually evidence of the very unification Einstein had anticipated. Although no one had succeeded in merging general relativity and quantum mechanics, preliminary work had established that such a union would require precisely the massless particle predicted by string theory. A few physicists argued that string theory, by 
having this particle built into its fundamental structure, had unified the laws of the large general relativity and the laws of the small quantum mechanics. Rather than merely being a description of the strong force, these physicists contended string theory required reinterpretation as a critical step towards Einstein's unified theory. The announcement was universally ignored. String theory had already failed in its first incarnation as a description of the strong force, and many felt it was unlikely that it would now prevail as the solution to an even more difficult problem. This view was bolstered by string theory suffering from its own theoretical problems. For one, some of its equations showed signs of being inconsistent. For another, the mathematics of the theory demanded the universe have not just the three spatial dimensions of common experience, but six others for a total of nine spatial dimensions or a total of ten space-time dimensions. Dimensions and vibrations. Because of these obstacles, the number of physicists working on the theory had dropped to two. But in 1984, these two die-hard string theorists achieved a major breakthrough. Through a remarkable calculation, they proved that the equations of string theory were consistent after all. By the time word of this result had spread through the physics community, hundreds of researchers had dropped what they were working on and turned their full attention to string theory. Within a few months, String theory's unified framework took shape, much as different vibrational patterns of a violin string play different musical notes. The different vibrations of the tiny strands in string theory were imagined to yield different particles of nature. According to the theory, the strings are so small that they appear to be points, as particles had long been thought to be. But in reality, they have length. The mass in charge of a particle is determined by how a string vibrates. For example, string theory posits that an electron is a string undergoing one particular vibrational pattern. A quark is imagined as a string undergoing a different vibrational pattern. Crucially, among the vibrational patterns, physicists argued, would also be the particles found by experiment to communicate nature's forces. Thus, string theory was proposed as the sought-for unification of all forces and all matter. What of the six extra-spatial dimensions required by string theory? Following a suggestion made in the 1920s by Theodore Kazula of Germany and Oskar Klein of Sweden, String theorists envision that dimensions come in two distinct varieties. Like the unfurled length of a long garden hose, dimensions can be big and easy to see. But like the shorter circular girth of the garden hose, dimensions can also be far smaller and more difficult to detect. This becomes more apparent by imagining that the circular cross-section of the garden hose is shrunk ever smaller, but like the shorter circular girth of the garden nodes, dimensions can also be far smaller and more difficult to detect. 
This becomes more apparent by imagining that the circular cross-section of the garden node is shrunk ever smaller below what can be seen with the naked eye, misleading a casual observer into thinking the garden nose only has one dimension, its length. Similarly, according to string theory, the three dimensions of common experience are large and manifest, while the other six dimensions are crumpled so small that they have so far evaded detection. During the decade from 1984 to 1994, Many theoretical physicists strove to fulfill string theory's promise by developing this abstract, wholly mathematical framework into a concrete predictive theory of nature. Because the infinitesimal size of strings has precluded their direct detection, theorists have sought to extract indirect implications of a theory that might be testable. In this regard, the extra dimensions of string theory have proved a major hurdle. Imagining these extra dimensions as small and hidden is a reasonable explanation for their apparent absence. Nevertheless, their detailed geometry is required for the theory to offer predictions. The reason is that strings are so small that they would vibrate within the extra tiny dimensions. Studies showed that much as the shape and size of a French horn affect the vibrational patterns of airstreams coursing through the instrument, the exact shape and size of the extra dimensions would affect how strings vibrate. And since the strings' vibrations determine quantities such as particle masses and charges, predictivity requires knowledge of the geometric form of the extra dimensions. Unfortunately, the equations of string theory allow the extra dimensions to take many different geometric forms, making it difficult to extract definitive, testable predictions. By the mid-1990s, these and other obstacles were again eroding the ranks of string theorists. But in 1995, another breakthrough reinvigorated the field. Edward Witten of the Institute for Advanced Study, building on contributions from many other physicists, proposed a new set of techniques that refined the approximate equations on which all work in string theory had so far been based. These techniques helped reveal a number of new features of string theory, including the realization that the theory has not six, but seven extra spatial dimensions. The more exact equations also revealed ingredients in string theory besides strings. Membrane-like objects of various dimensions, collectively called brains. Finally, the new technique established that various versions of string theory developed over the preceding decades were essentially all the same. Theorists call this unification of formerly distinct string theories by a new name, M-theory, with the meaning of M being deferred to until the theory is more fully understood. Another advance in string theory happened in 1997 when Harvard University discovered the anti-de-sitter-slash-conformal field theory correspondence, or ADS-slash-CFT. They found that a string theory operating within a particular environment involving a space-time known as the anti-de-sitter space was equivalent to a type of quantum field theory operating in an environment with one less spatial dimension. 
this proved to be one of the most profound discoveries in string theory. This proved to be of the most profound and one of the most profound discoveries in string theory. Establishing a powerful link to the more conventional methods of quantum field theory, providing an exact mathematical formulation of string theory in certain environments, and inspiring thousands of further technical studies. Today, the understanding of many facets of string theory is still in its formative stage. Researchers recognize that although remarkable progress has been made over the past five decades, collectively the work is burdened by its piecemeal development, with incremental discoveries having been joined like pieces of a jigsaw puzzle. That the pieces fit coherently is impressive, but the larger picture, they're falling out. The fundamental principle underlying the theory remains mysterious. Equally pressing, the theory has yet to be supported by observations and hence remains a totally theoretical construct. One essential quality of string theory is known as supersymmetry, a mathematical property that requires every known particle species to have a partner particle species called a superpartner. This property accounts for string theory often being referred to as super string theory. As yet, no superpartner particles have been detected experimentally, but researchers believe this might be due to their weight. They are heavier than their known counterparts and require a machine at least as powerful as the Large Hedron Collider at CERN to produce them. If the superpartner particles are found, string theory will not have to be proved correct because more conventional point particle theory have also successfully incorporated supersymmetry into their mathematical structure. However, the discovery of supersymmetry would confirm an essential element of string theory and give circumstantial evidence that this approach to unification is on the right track. Even if these accelerator-based tests are inconclusive, there is another way that string theory may one day be tested. Through its impact on the earliest, most extreme moments of the universe, the physics of string theory may have left cosmological signatures, for example, in the form of gravitational waves or a particular pattern of temperature variations in the cosmic microwave background radiation that may be observable by the next generation of precision satellite-borne telescopes, it would be a fitting conclusion to Einstein's quest for a unification theory of the smallest microscopic component of matter were confirmed through observations of the largest astronomical realms of the cosmos. Well, Jason? Did we get you to the edge of theoretical physics? <laughs> String theory on stories to get stoned by. Well, special shout out there to Jason G from Great Falls, Montana for coming up with that topic. And if you too would like to throw out something you'd like me to tackle, uh, it's real easy. Catch me over on Facebook on Jason Eli's Stories to Get Stoned By. And if you'd like, sure to head over to Red Circle as well and hit that subscribe button and Become a friend of 420. Speaking of 420, these episodes hit every Sunday morning at 420, so light it up, relax, kick back, and we'll see you next Sunday on Stories to Get Stoned By.